Wow, that's so interesting. And I love the McDonald's salt, sweet, fat, right? And it's like, wow, what psychology was used when it was orchestrated, you know, with a drive through and immediate. And I, I wonder, I wonder if that isn't the fabric of our makeup. I wonder if somewhere along the way, our brains taught us to avoid pain, right? Like Neanderthal, cavemen, you know, you're trying to use something with a rock and you don't want to feel pain or you're being chased and you need to have a survival instinct. But I almost wonder if as we went along, we decided that we wanted to have more and more comfort to Um, the point where that somewhere along the lines, we got that mixed up that that's the goal. Right. Because our brains will do a lot to help us avoid pain. And now it's like there's so little we're having to run from and there's so little that's unsafe in everyday life that where we pick up on the minutia of how to avoid the tiniest bit of uh, pain. It's interesting because what's coming up for me is like a painkiller, you know, like there's all this talk in the news and stuff about um, the whole opioid crisis. And essentially it's the law of diminishing returns, right? Like what was a 10 once on a painkiller is, is I need, I basically need more in order, right. To not feel right. And so what you're saying, I'm relating to that in the sense of I become so hypersensitive to any pain, right? Where it's like, it just gets, I need more to avoid what's there. And then I become so used to avoiding it when it's like, no, that's part of the process. Right, right. I like the saying, there's no free lunches in Mother Nature. Okay, tell me more. So, um, I was going to use an example that I don't know the consequences from, but why mm. not go ahead? I mean, all of this is for entertainment. I'm not a doctor. I don't know anything. Take what you want and leave the rest. Nor do we play them on TV. Exactly. So, I let's take Ozempic, Okay. People are using Ozempic and they are losing weight. Uh, the concept of there's no free lunches in Mother Nature is that there's going to be like some outcome on our bodies and on our system for using this outside thing to help us do something that we're not doing because we don't want to feel pain, Right. And I'm not saying everybody that uses it doesn't want to go to the gym. That's not where I'm going. Uh, But there's a certain subset that that's what they're using it for. And just that there's nothing we can get away with. What the shortcuts aren't shortcuts, basically. They may be 
the long run. Yes, it's exactly. And I actually have experience with this, actually. So I have I have I have multiple physicians um, and I have a concierge physician that I go to for concierge type things and i.e. not Ozempic, but a similar um, semi-glutide that's on the market. I think it's Manjaro. And so I was already on a program for weight loss, doing whatever I was doing. I was doing Noom, that that app, uh, which I absolutely love. And, you know, they'll probably end up sponsoring us. Um, so it, it's a beautiful app because it has to do with behavior and um, the willingness. It's, it's really beautiful, actually. And so I was experiencing some weight loss, which is what I was looking for. I was basically, the overarching thing was, I didn't feel good in my body. And I was, I was not feeling healthy. And shit wasn't fitting. Yes, you know, and um, the goal wasn't to be in skinny jeans. The goal was to feel healthy and vibrant, you know. And so, you know, I did a whole blood workup. I did, you know, all of these other things. And I was I was plateauing, you know, on doing Noom and, you know, eating and all of those other things. And um, what ended up happening was I, I reached out to my concierge and I was like, listen, do you think that this could work for me, you know? And um, so after discussion and tests and whatnot to get like a baseline, you know, that he had prescribed it to me for a few months, you know, knowing that this wasn't, this wasn't the free lunch. Like it's not sustainable. Do you know what I mean? Like I, the intention wasn't for me to be on this the rest of my life, you know? And so I did it for a few months and I got results, you know, as in weight loss. That's what it was. I was using it for. And I lost a significant amount of weight, actually. And I ended up going off, weaning off of it because there there it's there's no it's it's not healthy to be on it. You know what I mean? For specifically that for that extended period of time. And what ended up happening was that I ended up gaining back some weight um, but not the amount to where I was because I had shifted behavioral things. Um, and so am I, am I the number I'd like to be? Um, I've kind of let go of that at this point, you know, do I feel healthy and more vibrant in my body? Yes. Um, am I was where I started nowhere near it? You know, and so I think it's like to your point is, yeah, there are no free lunches like the, it wasn't it was ultimately that was uh, a little boost, actually. But if I didn't boost, would I still be where I am today? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. <laughs> so what was the point of that whole exercise? I don't really know, actually. <laughs> Well, well, and another thing you reminded me of when you were talking earlier is that when we start to not feel any pain or discomfort, when we do feel it, it feels wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's what happened to me in early sobriety is that when I did feel, um, when I did feel a certain amount of uh, I don't know. I don't want to say the word bad, but basically bad, you know, mm. or sad or whatever the feeling was or angry. 
I felt like I wasn't working my program enough and that other people would judge me for having anything but good positive feelings as not working my program enough. And it it's like I watch a lot of um, parents today with uh, so much more information at their fingertips. And when their child says, like, I'm so mad at this other kid, the parent says, where does it show up in your body? Where does being mad show up? Where do you feel that? And then the parent says, I feel mad sometimes, too. And they're like, you do? And, you know, they just get to have this different experience of normalizing behavior that's not toxic positivity. And actually feel a feeling and get it validated is so profound. Yeah, what a fucking concept. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Who knew? Who knew it's okay to have a feeling or feelings? Like, I just, yeah. Yeah. (sighs) If I wasn't dressed up like a girl with frilly bows in my hair and a big puffy dress and smiling, my mom wanted me to stay in my room. If I had any complaints or didn't want to wear that stuff or any, it was go to your room without dinner. And what that taught me is, hey, put on a fake face and you can get through in life and keep anything that's not what everybody wants to see inside, which causes disease, depression. Uh, It all goes back to family. You know, it's like my parents aren't alcoholics. um, However, they have an ism, right? And they exhibit it in their own ways. And um, my mother is, I would label her as a a depressive where, you know, she is Dr. Jekyll, Miss Hyde at times. And, you know, events will come up and we would go out as a family and last minute she'll decide she's not going, you know. And it's this like, oh, wait, is she coming? Is she not? Is she really coming? You know, and it was like this whole thing. And then it's just the cover up. Oh, where's your mom? Oh, she's fine. You know, like this whole like I just, you know, it's like it wasn't. Yeah, it was so it was like this covering up and this kind of like. I took that on myself, right? It's like, oh, I'm going to cover it up. I don't want my family to look weird, mm. you know, or judged. So I'm just, it, it's, it's very similar to Al, the Alanonic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, well, and like, then oh. everything becomes about her. She's taken yeah. this family event that y'all are supposed to go do and have as a family. And now everyone has to be in their head about, should they be celebrating? Should they be having the moment? Should somebody be home right with her? Is she yeah. okay? And everyone's concentration energy gets to turn from inward to being about her. I wonder if that's, I heard a term recently, covert narcissism. Mm-hmm. I mean, I can't say, but I, I, <laughs> I have definitely. It rings a bell. It rings a bell. I definitely true. looked that one up and seen <laughs> somebody that I used to date who gave so much of their time to help mm. foster kids and like, what a good person. And, and that I went to one of the events with this person and they had 
an epic meltdown because somebody else was going to be behind the podium. And I was like, wow. Wow. (sighs) Okay. Um, This was so wonderful. I love it. (laughs) Me too. We just diverge on all these different paths. We just totally diverge. (laughs) But what I will say, just to wrap it up in a cute little bow, is this thing of grace gently releasing all conscious expectations. And for me, the, the operative word is gentle, you know, to gently. Where I don't know gentle, I like like a lot of force and let's do this and pedal to the metal and let's fucking go you know and that kind of grind energy uh which is also very adrenaline driven (laughs) lest i forget um and so it's it's the gentleness it's the allowing you know that is um for me when i when i'm truly connected to uh my higher self higher power all of those things um so we're reaching our final five do you have a question do you want me to ask a question okay great um what is who is someone who you would real real imagined alive or dead who you would attribute to this word grace Mm. that's really really good wow well i think about at first i was like gandhi i was like wait that's just that's your i want to look good answer um but the real personal truth is that when i'm gonna get misty-eyed so obviously this is the personal truth when I would go to camp, so I would have all these weeks at home with me and my mom and she would go in her room when she was feeling sad and she would have men over and I was so neglected and hungry. And then this one week I would get to go to this camp and at the camp, one, there was lots of food. There were kids. There was lots of attention. The counselors fell in love with me because I was so precocious, right? And this one counselor that I remember staying up and she would talk to me and hear about what was going on in my family life. And she just gave me so much grace and so much permission to say that what I was experiencing wasn't ideal, healthy, normal for a child my age. And she didn't condemn my mom and she didn't do anything. And she even wrote me letters when I left. And like, I feel like she definitely had a profound effect on the fork in the road of realizing that the person I was living with in a, in a graceful way was not healthy. Wow. How about you? Um, well, so one, I always default to Mr. Rogers because I just think like I've seen both movies. I read the cover story, you know, Esquire and all this stuff. And there's just something about him that it's like so pure and so connected to the child um, that, you know, is just really beautiful and profound for me. Um, 
And I would say, I would say in this moment, it's like, bitch, call your sponsor is actually my first sponsor. You know, about the first six years of my recovery. And it's, you know, that I, I worked with them and uh, it was really so healing, you know. It was like so much love, you know, that... Um, and it wasn't tough love. It wasn't, there wasn't a lot coming from them, you know, verbally. It was more of a feeling and a li active listening in where I actually felt loved. Mm. Uh, because it's so counter to what I grew up in, mm -hmm. which is like, do as I say, you know? Mm -hmm. um, so I think both, both, are connected and we're able are able to be a channel mm. beautiful beautiful well we've done it again we've oh. literally raised the vibration of the whole world y'all are welcome the whole world <laughs> like i'm gonna go blow my spot now <laughs> yeah. we'll be back soon so bitch <laughs> y'all go call your sponsor <laughs> call your sponsor. Thank you. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Call your sponsor. Send us an email bcysponsor at gmail.com. New 